Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and up. Welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. Coming to you live from beautiful series, California, here at the Infinity Studios. As always, here I am, your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and say hello, my friend. Oh, yeah, brother. It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, coming at you live from beautiful Series, California, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. The Macho Man is in the building. Oh, yeah, brother. That's right. <laughs> Hey, I was just telling you when I got here, man, that uh, that we finally getting Young Rock season two. Mm-hmm. That's been way delayed, way delayed, because it uh, Young Rock and Keenan started at the same time, and we just had the season of season two of Keenan end, and still got no Young Rock. And I was like, "What's going on?" I love the Young Rock, man. That's a great show. Ask me, uh-huh. ask me, if I'm gonna watch The Rock. Are you gonna it watch? doesn't matter if you're gonna watch The Rock, <laughs> but I know you are. <laughs> I am actually. Yeah, yeah, because man, that was that first season was great. I love the history and the story. <laughs> I think I scared the dog. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Mercy being a little nervous about that. I love the, the history about his his college football career and coming up as a young kid with all the wrestlers in the house. I just I loved all that and his high school, you know, his high school career getting into trouble. And now it looks like we're gonna shift. I've seen. I watched the trailer for season two, and this is where he makes the shift and actually starts. You know, it's gonna focus on him not making it in football, and also him uh, trying to get in and follow his father's footsteps and start his wrestling career. So I'm super stoked for season two. I've been like waiting. Like, uh, like, come on, where's it at, man? Not that I haven't had a lot of television to watch, but. Nostalgia is, a, we've talked about it before, nostalgia is just a hell of a drug, man. And so when they're talking about all those wrestlers, I don't know these new wrestlers, but when they're talking about Andre the Giant, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Jimmy Superfly, Snooker, when they're name dropping all these wrestlers,
wrestlers, I know exactly where they're talking about. It takes me back to my childhood. So I'm stoked to jump back into season two and just have more flashbacks and more memories. Now, once The Rock kind of started his wrestling career, I checked out. I wasn't really watching. I knew who The Rock was. You know, I knew. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I knew all that stuff, but I had kind of checked out and wasn't really watching at that point. I had a a wrestling video game for, uh, I think it was the Nintendo 64 that had The Rock in it. That's probably about as far as I went, but I didn't follow it anymore. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm stoked for the show. You did your Macho Man, and I was like, immediately, that's where my mind went, man. I'm like, ready to dig back into Young Rock and talk about it on the show, man, because it's been... uh, Shit, that was, uh, we were locked down when that show first started. We were deep in quarantine when the Young Rock first did the airwaves, I think. Maybe I'm forgetting, but I, I think that's where we're at. But hey, I'm, I'm stoked for it, man. I'm ready. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm just, uh, as the as the semi-youth say. The semi-youth? Yeah, not, not like the full youths, but like a little bit younger than us. Got you. We out you. Yeah, we out here doing big things, baby, big things. Oh, yeah. Uh, good, man, good, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, baseball is back. Yes, that's been a big, big subject of conversation. They were on uh, lockout for a while. Yes. Uh, I care, but I don't care. Right. Uh, I had this discussion with a, with a co-worker of mine who happens to be a, uh, one of those semi-utes. Right. As you were, as I previously mentioned. And, uh, you know, they're, the reason that they're in a lockout is is multiple reasons. Of course, everything comes down to money. Sure. Um, but, um, you know, the, the hard part for me is, for the most part, I'm not grumpy old man, get off my lawn. Right, right, right. Uh, with baseball, I am. Sure. Um, quit messing with my sport. That right. I grew up with, right? Um, and, and the thing is, is I understand why they're doing things to try to make it more popular, to make it um, more um, exciting or appealing to the younger generation. Mm-hmm. The problem to me is none of those things are going to work. Right. So you're doing all of these changing of the game and changing of the th- stuff to try to appease a younger generation that it's not going to work. Right. And all you're doing is pissing off the old heads, the people that actually love the game. Yeah. Like people buying tickets yeah, and going. Yeah. 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 Like, and, and, and it's just frustrating to me as a baseball fan, because you're trying to change the game to make it more popular for these people who don't, who, who it's not going to work. No, no, absolutely. It's never going to be football. It's never going to be basketball. Those are fast paced, uh, aggression, like just quick, um, you know, now. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, what is it called? Instant gratification, Instant gratification sports. Yeah. Baseball is slow, methodical, strategic. Thinking man's game. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's not going to, you're not going to be able to bring, if you don't, the people who are going to like baseball going forward are the people that grew up with people liking baseball. Right. Yeah. yeah My yeah. son, your son, yes. things like that. Those are the people that are going to like baseball. And then those people teaching their kids about baseball, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. People out here worried about their TikTok views and all of these things are not going to give a shit about baseball. No, no, they're absolutely And you're not going to, there's nothing you can do to the game. That's yeah. going to bring those people in. No, absolutely not. And yeah. so it's frustrating to me when you make changes like, 
uh, you know, just some of the stuff that they do. Like now there's the universal DH. There's no difference between the two leagues. There's right. a DH in both leagues, which is garbage to me. I always loved that the NL had the pitchers hit because it's more strategic. You have to plan around it or use pinch hitters or pitchers have to be able to bunt. Or it's just, it's just, I never liked the American League because of the DH. So I'm, it's very uh, get off my lawn for me right now. Sure, sure. No, I get it. Uh, and speaking of baseball, yeah, uh, your A's have gone the route of normal A-dom and sold off the farm. Ah, I did not know that. I haven't been keeping track. Tell me an A that you like. An A? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, to be honest with you, I have not watched. I didn't watch a game all last year. I didn't watch one. I couldn't even tell you a name right now off the top of my head. Well, how about Chapman? Yeah, I do like Chapman. Gone. He's gone. Okay. Traded. Ah. Matt Olson? I did like Gone. Olsen. Yeah, you're, you're Traded. You're jogging my memory now. Uh, anybody that was anybody on the A's is gone. Like that's yeah. They made four trades in the span of three days once the lockout was over. That's standard. They gutted the system. That's what they do, man. That's what they do. People right? are pissed. I'm not yeah. doing it anymore. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I feel bad for A's fans. If you're an A's fan, I have not. Uh, I I knew the strike ended, and I have not paid attention to. Uh, you know, I don't have live television, so I don't see sports as it is. The only time I catch a baseball game is when I'm sitting in the stands watching it. The last A's game I saw was last year when I took my son to Anaheim and we caught a game. We caught A's Angels. But yeah, I don't see the games on TV and I and I don't so I don't have ESPN. I'm not tracking the stats or knowing what's going on. So I didn't even know they made those trades. Am I surprised? Ask me if I'm surprised. Hell no. That's just what they do. That's it. If you're shocked that the A's got some players you know, worked them up, got them to where they were good, and we're just starting to get some chemistry and put a team together. If you're shocked that that happens and then we trade them all away, that happens every two to three seasons, right? I mean, we we, we we get some young guys, we put a team together, they start to make some headway, they kind of do something, they start to have some success, and then we trade them all off and we start over again. That's the A's, man. That's what we do. At this point, if that upsets you and you don't like that, you just need to stop being an A's fan because there's no money. And that's the, the, the moment these guys get good, they want more money and they want new contracts and the A's don't play that game. Like, that's just where we're at. It sucks. I hate it. But uh, but uh, but I'm used to it. I'm not shocked by it or surprised by it at all in any way, shape or form. You know, it's just what we do. Uh, unless, you know, some down somewhere down the line, they move to Vegas or get a new stadium or go somewhere where there's more money. That concept may change, and I know that's the talks. I keep hearing Vegas, um, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't think Oakland has the dough to build a new stadium, and you know, if they did, what do they do with the old stadium? Like, I, I don't know how that works. Like, if the A's leave, do they just demolish Oakland Coliseum? Do they just take it down to the studs and just? Oh, absolutely! And they put off? up housing, and yeah, yeah, shopping centers, and I mean, as of now, right? Well, I don't know because it's right next door to the the Warriors. Oh no, the Warriors are gone. Warriors too. are so in San Oracle. Francisco, so you got Oracle that can still be for concerts and stuff. But other than that, it's outdated. People are probably yeah. booking Chase Center anyway. Yeah, so they just if the A's do leave because now you, you got the Raiders gone, you got the Warriors gone, and now the A's have kind of one foot in, one foot out. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, I've heard Portland, but I've also heard Vegas. I've also heard they were pushing forward with the new stadium, but I don't know where Oakland gets that money from. But if they do leave, I'd imagine they just got to demo all that shit. Just take it down to dirt and haul off the rubble and 
like you said, build housing or what a, what a, uh, it's very sad for Oakland. Like Oakland needs something, um, to see all these teams bailing and running and abandoning the city that I get. The city has problems. I understand that, but, uh, running away from it, you know, taking away whatever little hope or fun they have that they cling to doesn't seem to be like the answer. Like, like I th- always loved, I'm not a Golden State Warriors fan, but I love that they were the, ta- they had those jerseys that said the town, you know, they were representing Oaktown. They were the town. Like, and then they bailed to San Francisco. Like, all right, you know, same thing. Raiders, you know, they were the gritty, dark, nasty team. Like made sense. They were in Oakland. Vegas. Okay, whatever. Now, if the A's bail, dude, that it's just like the rats just abandoning ship, man. Like the ship's going down and everybody's running before they drown. Like that town needs something, man. I, I don't know what happens. Like it sucks, but I don't know what to, what the answer is for it. It's it's awful, man. It's awful. Yay, baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, yeah. I just thought about but that because I was for it. I was uh, looking at the. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Giants wall, my Buster Posey Funko Pop. Uh, it's going to be weird not seeing Posey playing. <sighs> Very strange, huh? Yeah, I know. I, I got to go. I'm going to, if the A's end up do abandoning ship and leaving town, I got to go catch a couple more games before I don't have the ability because I'm not. Unless you know, people, they move to SAC. Yeah, if they come to Sacramento, that's a different animal. But like I was telling somebody like. Why would they want to move to a place where they're going to get total support and just really just, you know. And love. Yeah, why would they want that? We don't want that. Adoration. Yeah, because if they move to Vegas, I mean, I might take another trip to Vegas. It ain't going to be any time soon to go catch a game. Like, uh, you know, if I if I decide to go to Vegas, and there's, I, I would definitely plan it around an A's game. But going to a game on a regular basis doesn't even happen now that they're in Oakland, let alone Vegas, where I got to get a plane ticket. You know, that's a whole other animal. Like, forget it. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I am excited. And. Maybe try to get out to a game this year before before it all ends on my end, man. I mm-hmm. don't have any more A's, so mm-hmm. that's crazy. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anyway, we watched a movie. We did? Yeah, we did. We watched a movie, man. And, and, and now we, we, we discussed, uh-oh, what is going on with the microphones in the studio like these one last is, couple of weeks? Dude, so. one, it's like insane, dude. Like one, one session, like... This is how many sessions in a row is yeah. something gone haywire? We took that one week off. We had a one-week hiatus where we didn't record because of uh, COVID. And we came back, and the microphones are just like, screw you. We're not dealing with this. You're back. Sort and of. we're back. And we're back. Savages in the building. So, yeah, man, we, we, re- we reviewed the Batman a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is a movie that we're going to talk about that I wanted to see in the theater. Uh-huh. Very badly. But... This movie was slated. I remember seeing trailers for this movie and sending you trailers for this movie well before the quarantine. This movie was supposed to come out in like 2019, very beginning of 2020. And if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, it's Clifford. Clifford the Big Red Dog <laughs> 7. Yeah, yeah. Big Red Redemption. Bigger, redder. Redemption. Angrier. Uh, we're talking about the Ryan Reynolds vehicle Free Guy. Uh, it finally came available to stream. It actually came, popped up on HBO Max and Disney+. Plus. I ended up watching it on HBO Max before I canceled my subscription. But this was a movie that I was really excited to see when I saw the trailer. And then we got locked down and in quarantine. And there was that moment during quarantine where they were kind of releasing movies. Like you could, 
stream it at home if you paid 30 bucks, but you could also go to the theater. And it did during that time when movies weren't doing anything. Free Guy did fairly well. But uh, that was when we were still kind of locked down and I just wasn't going going to go to the movies unless it was a major Marvel event or something of that nature. Right. I wasn't going to go. But um, I, 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 I watched it. You watched it. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this. I'm going to go back now because we did our year-end movies, right? Uh-huh. And I had Ghostbusters at number one, and I don't remember what number two was. Was it Shang-Chi? I don't remember, but I had go. I would definitely shift my top five movies. This free guy would have made my top five movies of the year, and I didn't have it in there because I didn't get a chance to see it. But it this was definitely one of the best movies of of uh, 2021 for sure i really really enjoyed it i thought it was funny i thought it had great action sequences but i also thought it was pretty original too like i hadn't seen something quite like this i think it was just a lot of fun like you know it wasn't brain surgery you did not you didn't need to think there wasn't a lot of drama happening but you did care about the characters and you were rooting for them and uh man i i I had a lot of fun with this movie and totally enjoyed it. I don't know where it would fall in my top five movies, but it would have definitely, I would have definitely shifted something and, and it would have made the top five for sure. hundred percent. What'd you think, man? Uh, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I was blown away yeah. at how good it was, uh, how entertained I was, um, how much I absolutely just not only as a, as as a movie being entertained but for me as a gamer yes there I was, was thinking of you so when I many it. references yeah that were just like little things and just I, I thought it was great dude like like and just to give you a an, an idea right so there was a lightsaber fight yes which was a Star Wars reference yes right the Captain America when he busted out the shield yes and and towards the end was fantastic awesome and then you got chris evans going what the fuck yeah <laughs> which i didn't think you'd see captain america ever no say. yeah no it was awesome that was awesome yeah. uh there was the gravity gun from half-life right mega man's mega buster was in the game are in the movie. I oh, see. I didn't catch that one. Uh, so, uh, or the, the gravity buster. I the, don't... the big, uh, the big bolt, bulky Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Does the Fortnite floss. Ah, that's right. He did do that. Uh, yeah. the captain America shield and the Hulk fist. Yep. Yep. Caught those. Right. Yeah. Uh, the portal creations, uh, the, the portals are yes. from a half-life series. Uh, and I, and I thought this and I had to look it up. But the mannerisms of the, all of the NPCs when they were getting them together, yeah, they looked like The Sims, and that was on purpose. Uh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought about you as I watched it because I'm like, man, um, if you're an online gamer, this uh, this movie, because I was loving the movie, and I'm like, if you're a serious online gamer or just a video gamer, just in general, this movie had to hit even dip more different than it did for me because I was loving it. So I figured, I thought about you. I noticed too that. There were a lot of famous voices, like characters that had their faces covered that you didn't see, but it was their voices like The Rock, Hugh Jackman, um, John Krasinski, all they they were like 
people that were coming up to Ryan Reynolds and being like, what, what, the, hell, what the hell are you doing? Because he's an NPC. He wasn't supposed to react right. like that. But it was their voices. I'm like, is that The Rock? And it was. I like, looked at the credits afterwards. It was Hugh Jackman, The Rock, John Krasinski. Everybody wanted to be a part of this movie. And I think that says something about Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds just seems like a good dude, like a funny guy, like a guy you'd want to shoot the shit with or have a conversation with go to a bar and have a drink and just a good conversation and a laugh. And I think that speaks to him that all these people were jumping through hoops to make little time. You know, they weren't paid or not well to do something like that. You know, the rock demands a high dollars count, but he did it for Reynolds because they're friends. I guarantee it. So yeah, man, I, I, I thought about you a lot when I watched this movie and cause for me, how I thought about it was the last time I played a game that was kind of similar to this, where you immersed yourself in a world was probably Grand Theft Auto Vice City, where you are the main character and you can go around and basically any of these other characters in the game don't mean anything to you. Like you're pulling people out of cars and stealing their car. You're beating the shit out of somebody on the side of the road and taking their money and taking their food. And, you know, as you're shooting out with police officers, if a, if, a, if an innocent bystander gets in the way, well, they just got in the way, right? So that, and, and, that, and that is the open world... Um video game reference to um, Grand Theft Auto. Right. Which is exactly kind yeah, of what yeah. you were looking at, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just how it's kind of open world. Yes. Just people just there shooting people, doing whatever, everyone's in there, right? Yeah, now that one wasn't online, so you had the online factor in and it just takes it to the next level, which is what they're doing now. They have Grand Theft Auto online, but I thought about that when I watched this movie, because that was the last time I was in an immersive open world like that playing a video game. Um, was on the PlayStation 2 with Vice City. But I thought about how cool, how original was it and cool that this movie took those characters that you would normally care nothing about, right? You're yanking them out of the car, beating the shit out of them, shooting at them, whatever. You didn't care about those characters. It took those secondary, non-unimportant characters and gave them feelings and gave them emotions and gave them a life and made you care about them. This is a totally original plot idea, plot line that I did not see coming. Um, and I just thought it was really cool. I, lo I loved that Ryan Reynolds was the the NPC who decides he wants more and breaks out and goes for it and then inspires the rest of them and kind of leads them on this charge to, to, to be their own people. And I just thought it was a really original novel concept. I just thought it was... And Ryan Reynolds just... You know, there's a lot of actors that are one-note actors. They pretty much just have one character. And uh, it's not that special. But there's something about Ryan Reynolds. He's always Deadpool. And it's just what level of Deadpool is he, right? We're the same way as the guy that plays Stifler. Mm -hmm. He's always Stifler. It's just, oh, he's on a scale of one to ten Stiflers. He's a five in this movie. Well, in this movie, he was, you know, he was toned back on the Deadpool and the smart acidness a little bit. He's a little sweeter, a little nicer. But it was still there. He's always Ryan Reynolds. It's just what level is he going to be in this movie? But it works. He's so, where some actors can't pull that off, he's really good at it. He's excellent at just exuding charm. I'd put Paul Rudd in that category too, like being a smart ass, being a little snarky, but also being charming and witty and good at action scenes. Like you just love watching the guy. Like he's just a pleasure to watch. Like I was rooting for him the whole time. Uh, so, and we talked about uh, the cameos. Yes. Right? Uh, you talked about a couple of them. So, obviously, one of them, which was a pretty big one, was Channing Tatum. Right. And you actually see him. He, like, actually pops up and shows up. And, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he is uh, 
In game, he's the avatar for Keith, who's one of the guys. Right. Uh, obviously, we talked about Chris Evans, Hugh Jackman. Yep. Uh, the voice of Rock, uh, The Rock, John yep. Krasinski. Right. I don't know if you you noticed this one. I saw her, but Tina Fey. Yep. Tina Fey is uh, the mom that's vacuuming in the background when one of the streamers is yelling. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. I caught um, that one. And then I don't know if you knew this, but like when they were referencing, like kept going to all these people that were watching and streaming, they're actual streamers. Oh, no, I so didn't Ninja, know that. Ninja, Pokemane, Laserbeam, uh, Jap- Jacksepticeye, uh, Dan TDM. They're all major um, streamers, uh, like big YouTube streamers. Yeah, so I those didn't are that. that. And that was the cool thing in that community that all of these actual video game streamers were in the game. So, like, it gave the game a sense of realism. Nice. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, this is a real life thing. Like, we're playing this game. Like, wait a minute. What is blue? Who's this blue shirt guy, dude? He's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, my favorite um, cameo uh, was Alex Trebek. Yes. Yeah. You know, one of the last yeah, few yeah. things he did before he passed away. Yeah, that goes to show you that this movie was in the can for a long time, ready to go before we actually finally got it, because Trebek's been passed away, been passed for quite a while now. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, man, just all the way around, I loved it. You know, it, it, it very original, but if it reminded me of anything, after I got done watching it, I go, you know, there's another movie, and I was trying to think what it was, and then it hit me. The Lego Movie. Did you ever watch the Lego Movie? Mm, no. Yeah, that's Chris Pratt does the voice. So in the Lego Movie, every day he gets up, puts on the same outfit. He's in this Lego world. He has a certain set job that he has to do, and he gets up, and... They have this song, everything is awesome, everything is wonderful. So he gets up, right, every day, puts on the same outfit, does the same job, has the exact same routine, but at some point he starts to wonder if there's more. Like, I've gotta be meant for more than this. And then along comes these kind of outsiders in the Lego world, one of them is a girl, and he falls for her, and he chases her, and they go off and have these adventures, and he realizes that he's the guy that has to kind of save the Lego world and save the day. But there's outside forces, people building the Legos and playing with the Legos that are toying with things a little bit. Dude, It's I highly recommend that. Chris Pratt, Will Ferrell. The Lego movie is great, man, if you haven't seen it. But I immediately after I watched Free Guy, I was like, it's original, but there is something familiar about it. And it was, dude, it's the Lego movie. It was the Lego movie. like, And Chris Pratt is so good voicing the main character in the Lego movie. Uh, that, and have you seen the Lego Batman movie? Mm-mm. Oh man, dude, <laughs> if you like funny stuff and especially the way we like Batman, cause we just reviewed Batman a couple weeks ago. The Lego Batman movie is hilarious, dude. Really funny. I highly recommend both of those. If you can stream them somewhere for free, they're well worth a watch, man. Entertaining movies. But yeah, this was great, man. I was so pleased. I expected nothing and was blown away and was so glad that I watched it, you know, made my last month of HBO max even more worthwhile. Um, and it's definitely one of the best movies of 2021. I'm sorry that I didn't see it on the big screen because it would have been even cooler with some of those visual effects and that action to watch it take place in IMAX or on the big screen, man. It would have been crazy. Reynolds is fun. And the, the whole cast, Taika Waititi as the rich, corrupt video game company owner was great. He's always good. He's an amazing director, actor. He's just funny. He'll always be Korg to me whenever I hear that voice, but I just love that guy so much. But yeah, man, just what a great movie. What a pleasant surprise. 
I was so glad I watched it, and I'm glad you watched it, and we were able to talk about it finally, man. It's way overdue. 331 million globally. 331 million globally that the movie made? Uh Yeah, I believe it, man. And that was uh, rare for the time it dropped, because you remember when it dropped, like, movies weren't making money. No one was... Everybody was scared. Nobody was quite ready to go back to the theater. So that movie struck a chord with people, man, and they were were going out and doing it. It's different. In addition... Uh Uh-huh. Free Guy 2 was greenlit. Oh, good. If you didn't know. Uh, the director and Reynolds are also worked together on The Adam Project. Oh, which okay. Is on Netflix. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll we'll be we'll reviewing We'll be talking that. about that yeah. uh, maybe next week. Yeah, let's hope that we uh, yeah can definitely uh, get that one in, watch it, and review it. Because I'm looking. The trailer for that looked phenomenal. I'll say this. We talked about the prices of Netflix going up. But Netflix had that long trailer that I sent you where they just showed all the different movies that they've got gearing up to drop. The Adam Project was just one of many that looked excellent. So I'm afraid Netflix is going to have my 15 or 16 bucks for a lot longer until I get through. Because, <laughs> yeah, they've got some great projects coming down the pipe, man, and that Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds. I love, that. I love the idea of time traveling, and there's something about going back and meeting yourself, like, how awesome would it be for you know young Billy A or young Savage to you know at our ages now to time tra- travel back and go talk to our 12-year-old self or 11-year-old self and just that would be so amazing. So that vibe alone's got it. One of my favorite movies ever that a lot of people don't talk about. <clears throat> you know it's funny Bruce you, Willis the kid. You said that you said that in literally like 3 days ago, 4 days ago maybe. Yeah. Someone asked me like hey I want to ask you a question. I said All right, I'm a- if you could go back and tell your 16-year-old self one thing, only yeah. one thing, yeah, 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 what would you tell yourself? That's a tough one. That's a and tough question. And I was question. like, man, that is so hard. Like, there's so many things I'd want to tell them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, I've had somebody ask me that before, and my gut reaction is always the same. Don't get married young because I was too young. And date a little more. Have a little more fun. Don't rush into marriage. But then I back off on that. Cause maybe I wouldn't have my kids then if I do that. Like I, my, my life would be very different right now. I wouldn't be where I am now if I altered that course of history. If I go back to young Bill at 16 and go, Hey man, at 21, you're going to marry the first girl you ever date. You're going to be together 18 years, but you're going to have a nasty marriage and it's going to be ugly. You know, take your time. Don't rush into it. Date a little bit, meet some people, do some things, travel, work, go to school. Then, then figure that out. I do that. And I don't know where I'm at today. That changes everything. So I don't know. That's a good, that's a great question because every action has an equal but opposite reaction. So every fuck up you make ripples into something else. <clears throat> you know, and, and that's the thing to me. Like, and I have often, often thought about, like, I've referenced, I believe, on this show, the old Choose Your Own Adventure book. Yes, loved those as a kid. Yeah, and and uh, that was back in the day when I liked to read. Now reading yeah, yeah, is, yeah. and we talked about that, reading is associated with me, like reading reports at work right, and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and I yeah. get home and I don't want to read. Right. Whereas your wife goes through a book a week or something. Oh, absolutely, every night. Yeah, so, um, but like, I think back, and maybe this is my video game background or, or the movies or whatever, and I think back like, the multiverse, right? The universe, right? Like yeah. the different, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. different, uh, what happened? Well, what happens if I would have went left here? Right. Yeah, yeah. What does my life look like? Sure. Right. 
What if you'd listen to that 16-year-old time-traveling bill or that person at 16, and then you'd change your life, right? right? Maybe you don't have your kids. Yeah. Right? Maybe you do. I don't know. Right. You true. never you never know what would happen, but like... Yeah, because it all depends on if that young kid actually listens. Mm-hmm. Right? So I tell him, hey, don't get married young. Don't marry the first girl that you hook up with and are serious about. Take your time. And he goes, okay, thanks, man. And then immediately just because... Well, it depends on listens, what, what right? older Bill comes back and looks like. Is he, you yeah, know, yeah, is he yeah. a rich rock star? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, you know, is no, well, he's you don't yeah, know. You're all right. Yeah. You don't know. If it's this Bill going back in time telling, and then I would go back and it would be different. Yeah, time travel. Travel's a crazy thing. I love movies that deal with it, but I was saying Disney has a movie called The Kid. Have you ever seen that one with Bruce Willis? Uh, no. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. Bruce Willis's though, right? younger, chubbier self comes back to live with Bruce Willis, who's now an older, uptight, advertising businessman kind of guy. And his younger self changes his life and changes his output and makes him realize he's a total prick. I highly, if you haven't seen The Kid, I own it on DVD somewhere in my collection. I'll bring it over, man. It's Bruce Willis. It is one of his better performances. And The Kid is great. Who plays the young, chubby Bruce Willis before he turned into an asshole and went on a diet. You know, great movie. But I just love that concept. So this Ryan Reynolds movie that's coming on Netflix, what's it called again? The Adam Project? The Adam Project, where he goes back in time and meets himself as a young boy and they have an adventure together. Yeah, I'm fully on board for that. That's my cup of tea. I, love, I mean, Back to the Future, the trilogy is like one of my favorites. The idea of time travel and the consequences that come with it have always fascinated me. I mean, one of the greatest movies of all time that you and I have both said, Let's talk, Avengers Endgame. It's, it's all about time traveling and time heists and how you can mess things up by going back and... So, yeah, man, I, I love all that. I'm totally on board for the Adam Project, and I loved the free guy. The fact that you're telling me there's free guy, too, uh-huh. makes me very, very happy because they definitely left that open because the movie ends with them leaving the... Uh, the oh, we always want to leave room open to yeah, yeah. make more money. What's the uh, Mel Brooks line? Uh, God willing, we'll all meet in Spaceballs too. The switch for more money. <laughs> that's the, That's exactly it, man. If a movie does well... There's always somebody going, well, if it did, if it worked once, it'll work again. But they, they did leave it open, man. All those uh, Ryan Reynolds and all the other characters are living in their own world, having their own lives and able to do whatever they want. So somebody's going to come and try to mess that up, you know. So, I, yeah, I'm on board for it, man. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that you mentioned that that was a thing. Spaceballs the flamethrower. That's right. And kids sp- love this one. Spaceballs the doll. Made a Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Just, dude, it don't get much better than that. Melbourne. I love it, man. Yeah, that's one of my all-time favorites. But, yeah. So, anyway, man, looking forward to everything Ryan Reynolds has coming down the pipe. And Free Guy was off the charts, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it. One of the best movies of 2021, hands down. Sorry I didn't watch it in time for it to make my list. But I'm officially saying it's in the top five. Well, here's the, f- the funny thing is I, I watched it and... and uh... It was it, first of all, it was really funny because uh, Ma was over here and uh-huh. we we put it on and like I was maybe ten minutes ahead of you, right? And okay. you text me and you were like sitting down to watch Free Guy and I was like, Shh, dude, I'm watching it right now. Yes, like yes. it was so crazy. Yeah, you did reach out. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great, man. I, I I had a good time watching it. My wife enjoyed it too. It's one of those movies. Did your mom? You so see, you watch it with your mom. Mm-hmm. She liked it. She enjoyed it very yeah, much. My Obviously wife loved it. Didn't get 
sure. 90% of the references. And that's the beautiful thing about that movie, though, is not being a gamer. I didn't catch 70% of the stuff you talked about, but I still loved it. My wife doesn't game at all. She loved it. So I, it's, it's one of those movies that, yes, it's even better if you enjoy that aspect of it, but you can still enjoy it just to enjoy it as a good movie. Right. And that, and and that, and that, and and I think that just speaks to the uh, the genuine, uh, like you were talking about Ryan Reynolds, his charm. Yeah. Yo, big time, the charm factor in that dude. The, it that what we always talk about that Snoop, The Rock, Michael Jordan, all these people have that it factor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ryan Reynolds has that in spades, bastard. <laughs> Damn Canadians. Yeah, man. They get all the charm, all the looks, all the talent. To hell with those guys, man. Him and Jim Carrey. You know, come on, man. Damn it. Uh, Jim Carrey has the look? He's Canadian. Well, maybe oh. not the looks, but yeah, he's got a lot of talent. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Talented as hell. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so that was that, man. We watched a movie. And uh, what else do we want to talk about today, my friend? Where were we going to. Dig in on the game a little bit. Were we going to yeah, talk about talk, that? Let's, let's talk about that psychopath. So the game is on a shit-talking tour. That's what I like to call it. Whenever a rapper... This is a very common uh, technique. I'll call it a technique used in the hip-hop game. That when you have an album getting ready to drop, when you're in the studio preparing an album, instead of just dropping a single and getting people excited or telling people how good it is and who you've worked with to build anticipation for the album, you go on a shit-talking tour where you say something so outlandish, so crazy, so wild that everybody reshares it, everybody talks about it, everybody tweets about it, everybody Instagrams about it, everybody reshares it on YouTube, and you get the conversation of yourself going and you get your name out there. Uh, I hate that shit. I'm not a fan of it. I get it. You know, you're going to promote an album. You're going to sell records. You need to get your name. You need to get people talking about you. And it works. We're doing it. So many people did it. But the game went on Drink Champs, which is a very cool podcast where uh, Nori from Capone Noriega will sit and uh, talk with hip-hop artists and will, you know, get a few drinks in them and get them talking, right? Get them little loose and get them telling their story and going in on uh on, on whatever it is that they've got going on at the time well the game compton rapper formerly of aftermath records original dr dre signee aftermath g unit who was thrown off of g unit records and had to leave aftermath uh only has one album on aftermath uh made the statement on drink champs that Kanye West has done more for his career in the last two weeks than Dr. Dre has ever, ever done for his career. And I'll tell you what, man, the internet lit on fire. That shit was shared and reposted and reshared and talked about and debated about. And now here we are doing it. But I thought that was just such an asinine statement. So Kanye West made a song. The game is on that song. The song was a number one hot song. Kanye West is one of the most popular artists on the planet. I'm not exactly sure why anymore. I was a big fan early on, but not so much anymore. But he does this song. It's the song where Kanye is dissing uh, Pete Davidson. Mm -hmm. Talking shit on Pete Davidson. Um, It's a hot beat. The game goes in. He goes in. 
It was the number one stream song. Um, that being said, I don't understand how that equates to Kanye West doing more for his career in the last two weeks of that song being released than Dre ever has because Dre doesn't sign the game to Aftermath. Kanye West doesn't fuck with him. There is no Kanye West. There is no game. There is no game album. There's no Kanye West features, no Kanye West beats. The reason why Kanye West messes with you is because Dr. Dre puts you on and shined a light on you. So, I mean, it's just such a ridiculous statement, and I get it. What he's doing is working. But that's, like, out there on a whole nother level. That's just a massive, huge lie. Like, it, 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 it boggles my mind, dude. It's like, come on, man. Like, really? Kanye West, with that one song, did more for your career in two weeks than Dre ever did? You have a platinum album. Multi-platinum album. Thanks to Dr. Dre and 50 Cent. That's the first album that is still probably by considered by most to be considered his best. Then you get thrown off a G-Unit. You have to leave Aftermath. And you still call your second album The Doctor's Advocate. <laughs> You're not even on the label anymore. And you still call it The Doctor's Advocate. You still talk about Dr. Dre constantly throughout the entire album. And... Uh, and then have the nerve to make this statement. And then he goes on to say several other things. He goes on to say that he thinks he could take Eminem in a versus and, and that, uh, you know, he's not scared of Eminem anymore. He used to be, but he's not anymore. He's just, he just drinking and talking shit and trying to get his name out there to promote an album, which I, I, I'm not a fan of it, but whatever, man, I hope you get some extra downloads. Uh, it's like this, man. Yeah. First of all, it's never a good idea to get hammered. Yes. And have the cameras oh, on. He you. was pounding it back, too. I don't know if you've watched oh, yeah. the footage. He was like, yo, I'll drink that whole bottle right there. Giddy downs it, dude. And they're just like, whoa, <laughs> clapping and shit. Dude. Yeah, because they know that they're. Yeah. Th this episode's about to blow up because he's going to say something ridiculous. And he did. That he did. He did not disappoint. No, he didn't. No, he did not. No. Um, but it, it's just, you know, and I think you said it best, right? There is no game without Dre. Right. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, he was on death row for about five minutes and got out of there because death row crumbled and fell apart and was picked up by Dre. And Dre actually didn't know what to do with him. He was shelved because they couldn't find get into a groove and find a record. And it was 50 Cent who then came in, signed him to G-Unit. So he was G-Unit Aftermath, put him on G-Unit. And 50 Cent gave him the song How We Do and gave him the song Hate It or Love It, which were slated to be on 50 Cent's second album. So he gave those two of the biggest hit singles off the game's first album were 50 Cent songs that he handed over to the game. So the fact that the game has this long-running beef with 50 and is now talking shit on Dr. Dre, even on BODR, he tells Snoop, get Dre on the phone and tell him to tell Interscope to give me my money. Like, like he's basically saying the Interscope record still owes him money from that one album like back in the day. And they might. But that's pretty cocky, man. Like, like I, I get it. Like... It's working. What he's doing is working because we're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. So mission accomplished. Um, but uh, yeah, I've I've never been a big fan of it. And I was looking at something right now. When you're, did did you mention how he said he could take Eminem in a versus? Yes. Yep. Uh, unbelievable. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like even the guys were like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You don't want that. Yeah, because he's like, I, I want all the smoke. 
I want to. I want all the smoke. Like I'm not. I used to be scared of Eminem. I'm not scared of. He ain't better than me. Like like go like. He's like I'm not saying I got a problem. Then he even was like. Uh, I'm not saying I have a problem with him or anything like that, but I'm not scared. I'll take the smoke. I'll do a versus with Eminem. Like, dude, don't poke the sleeping giant. Like, the giant's asleep. He's asleep. He's just in, in his own mode doing his thing. But if you make him angry, he's going to machine gun Kelly you, dude. Like, like, he like, said he said it, and then everyone went, what did he say? Yeah, like, whoops. Like, we don't even want that. Like, where, what are you doing, dude? Like, and I'm sure Em will brush it off. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to give you any more fame than I did, like. And he, you know, he barely wanted to battle in Machine Gun Kelly. He made Machine Gun Kelly more famous by doing that. Like, that's just how it will go. So if M comes out down from his mountain or wherever he is, his his, his fortress and decides to do anything. <laughs> is I, he Skeletor? I, yeah, he might be, man. I just, he don't come out the house for much. Like, you know, I can't see that being an issue. But yeah, the fact that he was saying that shit was just crazy, man. It's like, but you're right. He's in promotion mode. And then on top of that, he's drinking. And you're surrounded, like, if you watch the drink champs, whenever somebody says something, they clap the whole, oh, yeah, hey, woo, woo, they, they egg you on and, and juice you up because it makes for a great episode, man. But, yeah, the game, dude, you got Dr. Dre coming back, making a comeback. You got Snoop, who just bought out, took over Death Row. You got Dr. Dre, who is making new music and gearing up to put out a new album. Why would you say that shit? Like, why would you, do you not want to be on the Chronic 3 or the Detox or whatever it is that Dre ends up doing? I, I can't see Dre reaching out to him now. Like, if I'm Dre, I'm like, oh, really, game? Fuck you. Like, I'm not, you just, you just got left off whatever the great next greatest album of all time is going to be. You know, like, whatever Dre has in the works is going to be big, and you should be kissing his ass to be a part of it. And a statement like that to me would get you kicked off the island. Like you're not no longer on the aftermath comp allowed on the aftermath compound. Like goodbye. Like I don't get that at all. Like that just like the Eminem thing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like him and M are never going to do another record together again. Like whatever. And M's never going to do a versus hell. Let me say it right now on the 209 till infinity podcast. I'll beat Eminem in a versus. I can take Eminem in the verses. DJ Billy A will take Eminem in the verses. You know why I could say that? Because M ain't going to do it. Because he doesn't need it. It's like saying I could beat Jay-Z in a verse. It's like Jay-Z saying nobody could take me in a verses. You know why he could say that? We already talked why about is that? it. Because he's not going to do it. Like, right? So, yeah, I'm not worried about Eminem coming down out of the fortress, the mountains, the lair, the compound to take on the game or Jay-Z or any of those guys because they're not going to do it. So sure, I'll beat him. First of all, yeah. Oh, fuck Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to get that out there. Yes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it's not You can happen. take him. Yeah. That guy's trash. Yeah. <laughs> I'll beat I'll take Jay-Z and Eminem on at the same time in the verses. Mm -hmm. I'll just play Crip clips from the 209 to Infinity podcast. Do not play Crips. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. That is uh, listen. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Those are the views of DJ Billy A, yeah. not Savage O'Malley talking about the Crips. No, I didn't intend to bring the Crips into this. But yeah, you know what, man? It's easy to talk shit and say things like that to get for clickbait when you know it's never going to happen. So, of course, he can say he can beat. So, it didn't shock me to hear him say he's better than Eminem and he can beat him in a versus. Most rappers think they're the greatest rappers alive and they should feel that way. I'd be disappointed if he didn't. But to bite the hand that puts you in the game, the hand that fed you, the hand that made you who you are, 
by saying someone did more for you in two weeks with a song than Dre did for his whole career. Like you have a career because of Dr. Dre. There's no game career. Maybe some mixtapes. Maybe he'd be an underground Compton rapper that a lot of people were like, yo, he'd be like a locksmith maybe or something like that. Very underground with a dedicated following. But he would not be where he is now where somebody on Drinks Champs gives a fuck what he says. That's because of Doc. He's associated with Dr. Dre. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like Snoop saying, yo, Pharrell did more for me by dropping, making Drop It Like It's Hot than Dr. Dre did for my whole career. How stupid does that sound? Ridiculous. There is no Snoop Dogg if there was not a Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. That's just all there is to it. Pharrell gave Snoop his only number one hit song. Drop It Like It Hot, as crazy as as many hit songs as Snoop has had, Drop It Like It's Hot was Snoop's first number one hit song. Snoop says, I know it sounds crazy, but Gin and Juice, What's My Name, Murder Was The Case, those did not hit number one. I had a number one album, I never had a number one song. So that would be like Snoop saying, so Pharrell gave me my only number one song, he did more for me than Dr. Dre ever did. Well, no, because you don't get to that number one song without Dr. Dre. Right. This is all there is to it. So game, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> it's, I like the game. I love his verse on the new Snoop Dogg album. I am excited to hear his new album, but not because of the shit talking tour, because I'm a fan. Like anybody that goes and listens to the game just because all this shit talking he's doing. Like, mm-hmm. does it really work? Do you think it works in the long run? Do you think people are going to go listen to his album now because he talked shit on some? Maybe some people will. I, I don't think that he, no I, I don't think that that's gonna work if anything he probably made dre more popular yeah yeah dre's dre's name is I mean, dre, we already talked about the the bump all those guys got from the super bowl oh, show it, it's still maybe he it. was upset about that maybe yeah. he's upset that he wasn't he, well, part they of that. talk about that too he acts like he doesn't care he wanted to be there on that super bowl yeah of course he made the statement oh you had 50 hanging upside down and he's like it's fine i enjoyed it i didn't need to be there it's cool like yeah he's he's hurt he's absolutely hurt but you know what man whatever i'm i'll still check his album when it comes out and i'm a big fan i'll just be very disappointed if what he's done keeps him from working with dr dre in the future because that was a really stupid ass statement to make like uh, promotion or no promotion man like that was just dumb like all the other shit he said whatever but that was stupid man like because the game sounds good when he works with dr dre it's one of the, my favorite songs on compton it's the game time song like that's a great song man so don't do that shit shut up game shut up like i'm, I'm just not for it so anyway that was the game running his mouth on his shit-talking tour. So I just wanted to dig on it. That's been popping since we last recorded. Oh, popping from Czechoslovakia to Stockton. Yes! You might hear that. You might hear that on DJ Billy A's Versus. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. It's you're, coming. You're a smart guy, man. You're a smart guy. The Versus I want to see that Versus. You know why? Because you're going to dominate. You're a yeah. talented man. Oh, fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> Oh man, it somehow goes back to Jay Z. Let me yeah. just let me just say something real quick, buddy. Yeah. Before we get out of here and go yeah. eat some lunch. Ooh, yeah. I, I wanna I want listen. I'm gonna right. turn it down. Turn the music down. All right. Serious time. I want about I need about three minutes or so. Okay. Okay. Three minutes. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna pump up a couple people. I okay. might pump up one or two. I might pop pump up twenty five. Wow. In but three, I'm gonna say three something. minutes. Impressive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you ready? I am. Just Sit back and enjoy the show. I'm going to chill for a minute. 
And and this is one person I know is going to get pumped up, and I know I'm going to get a message when they hear this. Okay. Ready? Ready. I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives. All comes down to today. And either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell one inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. (laughs) I look around. I see these young faces, and I think, I mean... I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me, and lately, I can't even stand the face I see in the mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football, because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team... We fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this. In any fight, It's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm willing to fight and die for that inch because that's what living is. It's the six inches in front of your face. Now, I can't make you do it. You got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who's willing to go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's a team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? Hey, and the winner is, and the award goes to Mr. Savage O'Malley, Any Given Sunday. Man, that's a good movie, man. Hey, we were talking about Jamie Foxx, right? Was that Willie Beeman? Yes, man. Steaming Willie Beeman. That's a good movie, man. Hey, LL Cool J's in that one, too. One of my heroes. I I just, uh, I already know a couple people that are going to be like, you pump me up, I'm hitting the gym. (laughs) 
Yeah, I could see Mariposa Mahler going in on that, man. That's the one. Yeah, I could totally see that. No, that's a great movie. I, you know what? I'm going to watch that. I haven't watched that in a while. I got on a tear where I was watching football movies. Does that pump you up right now? Yeah, I watched any. I watched The Longest Yard, and I watched... Uh, uh, the replacements. So I'm gonna watch that one. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen that in a while. I don't know why my mic. What my mic is not wanting to stay in that. It's. I saw it slowly leaning forward. The microphone problems continue, man. What, what was it? Uh, we claw with our fingernails for that yes. inch. Yes. Yeah. 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 You. Cause she's got a great ass, and you got your head <laughs> all the way up it. Ferocious, aren't I? Yeah. That's. That's it, man. That's. Uh, that's uh, that's Al Pacino, man. I, if I had never seen that movie, the moment you got to that part, I would have known it was Al Pacino because that's just what it is. But <laughs> I love that fucking movie, man. That's a great film, man. It's, it's well, that's what's up. All right, man. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the show. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, let us know if you've seen Free Guy. If yeah. you watch the show, you probably have, and you're probably like you idiots. Where have you guys been for? 10 months yeah but uh we finally got around to it we loved it let us know if you loved it yes and until the next time in the immortal words of my man george clinton anything good is nasty but it ain't good unless you play with it so go out there and have some fun my people and until the next time we will see you in the 209 see ya peace <laughs>